Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> luxury healing means that we mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and, and go on places that make me feel good and things that resonate. Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. y'all I am here it is finally tell the truth Tuesday it only took me just a little bit of time to get it together to come do this show because I was trying to think of the proper way to um, have this show today with everything that's going on um, in this country so today is June 10th 2020 and the show is called Redemption and it just looks like it's an I said what I said kind of fucking month. So y'all know I came back from LA uh, recently. And as soon as I came back, the shit storm that is the media um, got on my, my brother and I about um, posting from the Human Rights Commission perspective. We had permission to post the, um, the warning that we put out for our city. Um, just to keep people safe. And um, the the post was out for about 20 minutes. We were told to take it down. I refused because I'm like, you agreed to it. But now looking back on it all, I can see where they there may have been some form of miscommunication um, or, you know, just anything. So part of the reason that I don't accept certain positions or certain jobs is because if you put 100% of the responsibility on me, that means I'm 100% responsible for my entire team. It's not just me. And so that means I have to take the fall for a lot of shit, even if I didn't do it, um, because it's a reflection of me. Well, my city at the time was not looking at it that way and became extremely um, confused. And by the end of the week, 
the, the protest turned out peacefully. They had another protest. So we had three peaceful protests in the city of Niagara Falls. That is amazing. I'm proud of it. I posted on it before I even came back from uh, Los Angeles attending uh, to family business. So to come home and to see, you know, make a statement and something that could have been taken care of literally within 10 minutes, a phone call, hey, girl, you know what I'm saying? I, I know that the shit looked like it was fine, but it's really not. So you're going to have, you know, we have to take it down. Let's come together to try to do something else. My bad. I didn't know that we needed to do this. Now, the reason that that was an issue, because I just want to say it on record in case I need to refer back to this, is because when I had a situation in 2017, we had to issue a press release and that protocol was not followed. The press release was issued by my brother and it went out. It was fine. Nobody said a word. Okay, it was handled within minutes before it even broke to the paper. So one of the things I do is I clean up other people's shit. I clean up other people's messes because I try. Part of being an empath is not just taking on other people's feelings. It's taking on the responsibility of those feelings. Okay, why is this person angry? Can you put, that's literally what being, if you have somebody in your life and they're like, I'm an empath, I'm an empath, I'm an empath, but they're only one-sided and they literally can't put themselves in another person's shoes, this is not an empath, okay? It might be a sociopath, but that's not an empath. Like, you have to be able to even sit there and say, I can understand what this person was feeling and that may have been what triggered them to do this. That's not what I would have done. Um, but that's what may have triggered them to do that. So I understood that the chair, which I'm the vice chair, she had a death in her family, if I'm not mistaken, like that day. She probably was very confused, you know, said yes to something that she didn't know the protocol, which technically is not her fault because the city should have given her that or updated it when we switched mayors. So now you have the mayor of my city running around saying we didn't have the right to do that, we're just citizens. And then you have... Um, our city council person, the chair of that, that comes out after the protest is over, literally like 8, 9 o'clock at night after the protest is over and it's safe, which my brother and I did not attend, um, saying something needs to be done. People boarded up their offices and their buildings because of these people, and it was really a public lynching. Well, if y'all know me personally, which I don't know them, um, I'm not going for that shit. You will not publicly try to drag me from whatever fucking seat it is that you sit in. I don't give a fuck if it was the presidency. You will not do that. And so I took with this particular person that sits in council and I sit on the commission said as a threat, like you're saying, like, because when you start naming dollar amounts in a conversation, now you're talking about libel. There's, there's a price tag attached to certain offenses. Okay. So, like, for example, if someone gets in a car accident and they lose a limp, there's an actual price tag attached to that limp, whether it's your arm, your finger, your leg, there's a price tag attached to it. So you're talking libel, then you're talking about trying to incite a, a, a riot, but they, they told you all to stay home for peace. Like, just all this jargon that if you had a PR person, a public relations person like I do, they would have never fucking told you to say no shit like that not to two members that are black on your council, on your, on your commission, 
in this racial climate. They would have never agreed to that. Then you have the mayor of our city that's saying, like, they were calling us citizens, which means you raped us, you took from us our, you know, our titles, which that didn't happen. But I'm just saying, like, you guys are talking down on us, so what I'm not going to do is have a public lynching. That I will not do. So I just so happened to be out on a jog, and I ran into someone um, that was able to help me. So we sat down, we discussed attorneys. Because, see, one thing about me is I don't like to address men, right? And then there, there was another dude in the community that was talking big shit. Oh, I'm this, I'm this, you know, threatening me. Like, just not a council member or anything like that, just a regular citizen. And um, it just, it got to the point where I'm just like, I just don't know who these fucking people are talking to. Like, you know, all of this, right? could have been handled in a literal 10-minute fucking conversation. A literal, and then that was the other thing. We were being accused of something, and all the evidence hadn't been taking place. Now, me personally, what I would have done, 10 minutes, 20 minutes later, somebody calls me, what the fuck is this? Why are you telling people to stay home? Because it's, you know, it could be some outside agitators. Now, remember, I live 30 minutes away from where, the protester was pushed down, the older white gentleman, by the police, and then they, you know, they, re- they resigned and so on and so forth. So it was, it, was a, it was a pretty big and agitated climate. And that happened the night before our last protest. So Saturday, you're still dragging shit out. I just so happened to be taking a run, ran into somebody that was able to help me. And so it got quiet. But what I don't do is this. So I spoke to my attorney friend which we found out that there were several violations that have been committed. See, one thing about me, I don't argue with people. I don't argue with people. I don't want to argue with people because if I get upset, it's going to either, you know what I'm saying, we're going to have an incident or I'm going to have to call a lawyer. So when you're dealing with men that are coming at you and talking to you crazy from the political standpoint and you're doing this publicly and then we look like a city divided, nobody knows what the fuck's going on, you look fucking crazy. You look insane. Like, shame on you. Grow the fuck up. Grow a pair. Call a conference, a Zoom conference, since we are in the time of, you know, social distancing. Now, this was another thing. We called for an emergency meeting so that we could let the other members know what happened. We had, there, there was a shit storm. One thing about politics that I'm learning is that if you pull one little fucking string, it all comes apart. The crochet, it, it all comes apart. It, it's done. So, If I have some shit with me, the last thing that I want to do is to be making a public scene with somebody that does not need a pro bono lawyer. I I don't need a pro bono lawyer. I have retainer money. It's fine. Um, So when you issue things like that, talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of this and we're going to, you know, get something done about it. And I'm not even sure that that's enough. And Oh, okay. So that's a threat. Okay. So I'm just going to call my civil rights attorney and then we're going to all sit down and have a conversation because now when you bring things into the court, that's why I don't mind going to court. You know why? I don't call the police, but I will take you to court on the strength of when you talk to me crazy and if I have to send a cease and desist letter and just trust me, I've done, I've done it all. In every lawsuit I've ever been in, I won because y'all was wrong. Y'all had the wrong one on, on any given day. In any given time, I'm always the wrong fucking one. Don't. So to see these grown men acting like this and then to see the young lady that was involved, and she's not that young, but to see the girl, you know, the woman that was involved, it's like, girl, you didn't even use your girl power. 
All you had to do is just call and be like, girl, this shit got out of hand. You know, my bad. I'm going through something right now. Let's sit down and figure out how we can have a resolution and then usher these new members in. And there was a bunch of shit that happened that nobody knew about. So an article comes out. So there's articles in all the papers here. You know, they said this, and then the other members said to go to the protest. So we called an emergency meeting, which I'm allowed to do because I'm vice chair. And it was about the voting out of certain members and then the, uh, the conversation about what else was going on and what happened that day in the chain of events because we felt like, my brother and I felt like, we were not heard. You you just ran with what she said. Well, we have her text messages right. Do her text messages match with my text messages? I'm sure they don't because something was very clearly stated to me like, oh, this is cool. Now, had I done that, if it would have been me, I would have reissued a statement to the city that said, you know what, that statement went out in haste. Give us 30 minutes. We will repost the correct, the corrected, redacted version. And that's that. It's done. The post was out 20 minutes, and then they tried to say that we caused the city to be boarded up when 30% or 40% of the city was boarded up when I came home on Tuesday. So that was a whole shit storm um, coming from the emotional roller coaster I was in when I was in L.A. and then seeing all the riots and everything there. We just wanted people to be safe. We had intel and information that people had came here to agitate because they said that the protest was staged. It wasn't. It was peaceful. Um, I've always spoke highly of the mayor. I've always spoke highly of council and, and police. I mean, you guys can go back because, again, we're not the, the surrounding areas. We don't have those problems here. So it's kind of redundant for me to state, like, fuck the police or some crazy shit, and our police are not the one fucking people. Buffalo, Buffalo got some problems. I know personally Buffalo has some serious problems with their brutality, uh, wrongful arrests, wrongful accusations, things like that. We're not Buffalo. You know, no shade, but I mean shade. Mayor Byron Brown, he, he's got to do something. So my whole thing is that when you sit down and then you have a conversation with somebody who actually took the time to get all sides of the story, they write this beautiful article about it. I thought it was beautiful because it showed all sides. It showed their side because I'm not the mayor. I'm not the, the head of council. It showed their side like, wow, you know, this is, something that could have been, but now here's the issue. If somebody would have came to town and tore everything up, now you would have been singing a completely different tune. You'd have been saying that we were heroes, you know, and a lot of people said that we were now. So, so you tried to attach a dollar amount to people boarding up their things based on a post that was out for 20 minutes on a website that I think maybe a couple hundred people watch. Okay. So I don't like that. So and I never make a threat that I'm going to go talk to an attorney. I just go talk to an attorney. I have plenty of attorney friends. It's not an issue. And they're not all here. So also, too, you know, we're in the state of New York. So you have Albany looking at us fucking crazy. I have affiliations with Crystal People Stokes in Buffalo for the cannabis conventions that go on. And my brother is, you know, in the 5% Nation, and he has affiliates all over the world, as do I. So it's just kind of like we're not no, you know, sixth-grade education type people that you think that you could talk to or talk down on. You know, we're, we're human beings. All you had to do is call a meeting and say, this can't happen. This is this. We would have took that lump and just been like, wow, because in 2017 we did the exact same thing and nobody said anything. Okay. And it was a matter of public safety. What happened um, with me was a matter of public safety at the time as well. So, you know, to kind of read the article and see 
that there was a level of redemption, my girlfriend says to me, I don't like the way that it was written. I said, but that's the thing with journalism. You know, they're stating all sides of the story before all sides of the story were not matched. So now I got to go sit in meetings with this broad that, you know, literally sat there and threw everybody under the bus. And I'm just, I'm not about that life. If I'm the chairperson, which I'm the vice chair, so I'm second in command. If I'm the chair, I'm taking all the heat and then I'll just get with you later. Like, bitch, you know, why did you do that? Or, you know what I'm saying? Or like, damn, my bad. I thought it was going to be fine. We never needed this before. So now they're talking about, oh, we're going to hire an entire public relations team. Well, you ought to, because your mayor speaking like that against myself and other people. And let me just also be clear. I'm the only black female, black, 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 Latina female on the board, period. Okay. You might want to, you know, take that into consideration, just like I'm respectful when I talk to you. So then you have another gentleman that, you know, he was online threatening us and all this other stuff, nothing to do with the city, but it's just like, You understand that everything that you're saying is being recorded, and I think that people always assume that I'm this army of one, and I found out extremely quick this week that I was. Um, I have some connections. I have some friends in high places, but I'm really out here by myself. So it's just kind of, it leads to, like, what you know, why why even be bothered with anybody if you're going to be out here fighting this battle and fighting this war by yourself? And so... I think that the redemption came in that article in the sense of, you know, people hearing both sides of the story, people saying, you know, we boarded up, we did this, we did that, and half the city is still boarded, so obviously that's our fault as well. I don't like rat-ass people. I don't. Um, Tell the Truth Tuesday is all about me telling my truth so people forget that I keep a lot of their secrets. And so if I had some skeletons in my closet, dog bones, cobwebs, anything else in my closet, I wouldn't be so free to speak the way that I do because I would be concerned that somebody would be like, oh, you know, like my pages are typically closed, but if they're, you know, if they're open, it is what it is because we have other marketing to do. I'm going to bring that up at the end of the show. Um, there's some more things on the table, just a lot of, exp- you know, expansion going on right now. And um, I've never in the history of life had any ex or anybody come on any one of my pages, like trolling me or saying anything disrespectful because we didn't part ways like that. And they can't, you can't hold me accountable for no shit like that because you were the one that fucked up. And that's just literally, that's like the story of all time. You know, or or they try to say, oh, it's not you, it's me, because they want to go do what the fuck they want to do. And then now you have to explain that because I've never went backwards. Everything I've I've ever done, I've always redeemed myself and then just moved forward. And now this year, so we now have um, the fact that I write articles for the Occult Times magazine, which is a digital display, so we do that once a month. I'm also um, getting ready to do, it's called an Ask Auntie. Uh, and you guys can email your questions to ask, A-S-K, auntie, A-U-N-T-I-E, 123, askauntie123 at gmail.com. It's kind of like your modern-day Ann Landers, but from your black auntie that goes to the cookout, the bougie auntie at the cookout. Um, everything from hygiene, love questions, anything like that, and I will answer you to the best of my ability. And then that article gets printed in the Art Voice. I am now a columnist for the Art Voice magazine based out of Buffalo, New York. So, a lot of things 
happened that redeemed what went on with the city. Now you have not so much the, the councilman stepping down, but just saying the only issue we have was that they used the seal. Legally, if that was an issue, then it should have been an issue in 2017, and it wasn't. So that's, that's the thing with me. I keep all my receipts. So when we talk about redemption, um, you know, I, I find the same thing, like, in relationships. It's like I have to put myself in somebody else's shoes and then say, is the reason that I'm hurting because this person is being mean to me or is the reason that I'm hurting because they don't care? You know, and so in some situations, it appears that people don't fucking care. But then you have to put yourself in their shoes and just be like, do they have time to care? Like, do they not have a love vibe towards you? Are they able to grasp how you feel about them or what you feel their positioning is in your life? Because that's another reason that a lot of us get our feelings hurt is we overestimate people's position in our lives. You know, I've gotten my feelings hurt many times by thinking somebody was for me and it wasn't for me, it was for me to heal them or for me to be with them, you know, for a reason, a season or a lifetime, you know? And so it's unfortunate when I feel like, you know, I'm in a situation with somebody that we can't redeem ourselves. We can't say, okay, I was hurt when you did this. You know what I mean? And I realized today that I don't show very much emotion. Again, that's my Sagittarius rising, which is Sagittarius is our assholes. They're always about their money, but they're assholes. And they, don't show much emotion. We know anger and uh, <laughs> I think just anger. Like we don't we don't have any in between. Like we show love, but it just it takes a while, you know. And so someone that once made you so happy, um, you know, just you know, you just I hate like the part of relationships, any relationship, friendships too. That it's difficult like to maintain shit. And then especially when you have other shit going on, being a parent, you know, I'm constantly like, Oh my God, did I check in with my son today? Meaning like mentally, like I see him physically, we're in the house together, but you know, did I check in with him, you know, and you know, somebody that cooks every day for my family, that's just one of the ways that I'm able to uh, navigate, you know, making sure that they're healthy, they feel loved. But um, part of redemption and redeeming yourself is just, you know, y'all know how I am. I don't need the sorry. You know, a lot of people, especially a lot of women, that's why you guys get hurt because you expect all this, like, lavish and elaborate apologies. Like, nah, I got cash up. I got PayPal. I got, you know, a bank account. I got, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can drop some dick off. You could drop some money off. You could send some liquor. You could do something, you know. But the situation that happens with, um, myself and councilmember like and it's funny because a lot of people don't realize what it is that I do and so you have that and then I'm on the 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 board for the the Niagara murals like I'm constantly working and so again it's one of those things like I go where the love is I feel like my city tried to fucking drag me and so as a result I went to get somebody to drag you back my attorney so it's um, I mean, all of that shit is squashed. It's good. We straight, you know, and it's funny because I always have to remind men because I'm so aggressive verbally and just business wise. And I always have to remind men, like, you do understand I'm a woman. 
And you can't fucking talk to me like that and say things like that, especially in a public forum and newspapers and magazines and all this other shit and think that I'm not going to respond. You know, when we say we are not our ancestors, what I'm saying to you is that my ancestors were fucking educated. We were educated Negroes, you know. Um, I, I I have all the money and the time in the world to make you feel as uncomfortable as you've made me feel. Because you're a man and you shouldn't be fucking talking to me like that. If you have a fucking issue with me, you can you can call me. And if you can't call me, you don't have an issue with me. You know, you know don't nobody have my phone number. So I'm going to leave y'all with that. It's a time of, right now, we're still in Gemini season. Venus is still in retrograde. So a lot of y'all little raggedy exes came back thinking that they wanted that old thing back. And then you tried it and then it didn't work. Not for me. Um... My exes don't talk to me. My exes be like, no, I see her living her best life. I had one ex, he thinks I don't know, that keep trying to get on my page under different miscellaneous names and shit. And I'm like, bro, like, it's, I know it's you. Like, you're just better off just leaving me alone and just leaving shit. It's been years, you know. Um, and he doesn't engage. He just, just so he can watch. But if you watch me for too long, you're going to make yourself sick. So, guys, I'm going to log off tonight. I'm going to play a song that kind of, it kind of reminds me of my beloved, um, just like the tone of it, because that's the vibe I think I've been getting from this person lately. Um, It's a Sade joint. Guys, make sure you tune in next week. We will be talking about some other shit, and hopefully it can't. It couldn't have gotten no worse. I'm gonna knock on wood. I mean, the the the, the murder hornets have not come, but this just song just reminds me like of when I see certain people, how they look to me, and like I wish I could do more or help you or try to love on you a little bit more, but I can't because you're not being open with me or being honest about what's going on and. I don't like when people run away from shit. Like, just sit down, tell me what it is, and then if we come to the conclusion that, you know, you had your opinion, I had my thoughts, you had your thoughts, and we can't redeem ourselves from that, then we can't move forward. But it's always my interest, especially if I've spent time with somebody or, you know, cares for somebody that we move forward and we're able to not so much fixed because nothing's broken, but just try to reconnect. So that's what redemption is all about. You know, I would be foolish to sit here and tell you that I'm never going to speak to my mayor. I'm never going to speak to my, my council chair. They don't give a shit anyway, but they will when it comes election time. And I have to, you know, be the person because it is my city to say these are the people that are going to make sure that the job gets done. But when you look at how people handle crisis, or how people handle mistakes, or how people handle accidents, that's very telling. So whether that's of a human, or whether that's of a city itself. But I'm just here to tell you, Auntie, what I'm going. So guys, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in.
Another day. 